This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 352. You can check us out, t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash markingout, youtube.com slash markingout11, facebook.com slash markingout. Follow us on Twitter at markingout, at bttg, at davetherave underscore mo. And head over to MarkingOut.com. Check it out. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Here with Dave. Dave, how are you doing on this Friday morning? This Friday morning, it's pretty gloomy, you know? A lot of rain outside. Really? Looks like, yeah, looks like it's rain. Looks like it's a little cloudy. Bright and sunny down here. Really? Lucky dog. You lucky dog. Yeah, roof. There you go. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> That's so uh, stupid. Always able to pop yourself. Yeah, like. yeah well. That's so stupid though. <laughs> so, uh, how was your week? Yeah, my week was it was pretty dull. Uh not really the best week. Um very, very upsetting week me and my girlfriend had to separate and that's always a a big heartache and very unfortunate and i'm sure a lot of people listening can uh relate to that and so it's just been very uh difficult this week very upsetting and you know just living to fight another day just fighting on but but you enjoyed halloween uh Halloween, yes, I did. Did you end up dressing up? No, right? No, I just tossed a mask on. <laughs> so, you, so yes, you did end up dressing well, up. Well, I mean, I, I wore my no, normal clothing and tossed a mask on, and then I realized I don't want to wear a mask, so then one of my friends gave me a, a, one of the, like a gigolo hat that they had, like a godfather pin hat. <laughs> a gigolo? Yeah, I don't Gigolos know. Gigolos don't wear hats. <laughs> Gigolos look just like you, just looks like me. <laughs> Looks you like never Buff know. Bagwell, you never know. Yeah, so I just wore that. And that that was a fun night. But um Was that yeah. on actual Halloween or was that That was no. Actual Halloween was, was a Tuesday. N- yeah, nothing. Brandon was at home watching SmackDown Live. Um I was at home watching Stranger Things. I was watching Stranger Things, just binge watching that. Yeah, I have not. Uh, I have not turned it on. They were on Jimmy Fallon last night, and I fast forwarded through the uh, the clip that they showed off because I didn't want to see anything from it. Wow. Well, you may want to get to watching it before you start seeing spoilers. Well, I mean, luckily nobody's been posting spoilers, but. Well, you should you should get on that. Yeah, I wore so. I wore my my Budios Halloween T-shirt on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Because I was, I don't want to say I was too embarrassed on Tuesday to wear it, but I had an eye doctor appointment and I didn't want it to seem like I was 
wearing it for Halloween, even though I would have been wearing it for Halloween. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't wear it on Halloween. And then I got to the doctor's office and like some of the employees there were dressed up for Halloween. It's like, oh, cool. I guess I could have worn it. You should have. There were seats in the in the waiting room. Couldn't even sit in them because they had Halloween decorations sitting in them. That's that was, weird. That was nice in a crowded uh, a crowded doctor's office. Yeah, I'm sure that you appreciated that alongside every other patient that had to squeeze next to each other. Yeah, that's. I, I don't I don't understand that part. Yeah, and the most disappointing thing. Uh huh. No candy. No candy. Actually, S Snicker I bar wrapper on the on the floor. But no candy. Uh -huh. huh. I heard the woman oh. say, oh, we have to refill this. Never refilled it. Well, you know, that's just plain old messed up. Yeah. That's what that is. Especially because I was there long enough where I could have been refilled and I could have had candy there. And you know what? That's just messed up that you didn't get your candy. Did you have any Halloween candy? or? No, I unfortunately did not have any Halloween candy. I do have... Uh, some dum-dums, uh, the lollipops, so I did have one of those, but outside of that, that is, uh, that is it. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. What about you? I, I mean, I, I had fun size candy. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not always, that's like the discussion last week, what's Halloween candy and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you can get it year-round, then I guess... Not really Halloween. At this point, nothing's really Halloween candy. Except for candy corn, which is disgusting. And now and everyone should throw it out. Yeah. Um, what about this Hershey, this new Hershey bar? Well, not a fan of pretzels. Hershey gold? Yeah, it's pretzels and peanut butter. Yeah, so I'm out. <laughs> because of the pretzels? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Seems interesting. Yeah, but uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't like pretzels and chocolate. And I, no. I don't know. I don't know what like if it's going to be like a white chocolate type of bar. I'm not understanding the concept. Like you don't just have like it's not just peanut butter. Mm -hmm. There's got to be some chocolate involved there. I assumed. Well, yeah. It's a. I would assume that it's a chocolate bar. Yeah, but like I, I think like I don't know what kind of chocolate it is. Oh, uh, looks like it could be a white uh, white chocolate. That's why, yeah, that's why I assume it's white. So that's another that's notch of no thank you. Yeah, it looks like it could end up being a uh, because white, white cho chocolate's not chocolate. So and I <laughs> it's think weird. white chocolate's disgusting. Yeah, it, it looks weird. The actual bar, though, you know I mean, how it just it's looks broken. like it looks like a Hershey bar, but like well, you well know, the way they color. Well, the way that it's cut out. What do you mean? Like it's not your it's not your basic rows. It's like you have two Hershey bars and then you have one on the side going uh, vertical. You have two horizontal and one vertical. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's, like so that is super weird. So like breaking it off and everything is just like kind of awkward. Maybe but, they like redesigned it so it's like easier or maybe they tested it out i don't know yeah i'm not too sure they're like tetris was popular one time <laughs> yeah i i don't understand it i really don't
But like I and I don't I don't like it said caramelized cream on the on the package. So I don't understand. And didn't it look like there were like pieces of pretzel and peanuts in there? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just like the flavor. Yeah, I mean, if oh, actually, you know what? There are little specks in there now that I see this. But if Hershey's mm-hmm. wants to send us any, then we'll happily more. try them out. Well, Ooh. when I say that, I mean Brandon will happily try them out. Yeah, I'll definitely try it. But Brandon's allowed to have them now in the household. So, <laughs> yeah. so there you go. Yeah. So uh, World Series. Good game. Good series. I watched the last two innings. Mm-hmm. And Mets didn't win. No, no. The Mets were uh, long gone. Yeah. Long gone. But I, I like I like I like history and historical things. Mm-hmm. So to have the Astros who had never won a World Series before win a World Series. I think that's cool. Yeah, I'm very happy for them. It is the uh, the minor league team is up here, so I'm happy to see like I guess the local team win. So now you got to go to opening day next year. Yeah, I, I would like I would like to. You have to if I'm up if I'm still up here. I would definitely like to go there. And a lot more often. And they get a WWE championship. That they do. Yeah. The Houston Astros. Yeah, they did it. They did it all. They got a young, talented team, something the Mets don't have. So they are very deserving, very tough team from up and down. And, yeah, you can't put them over enough. I mean, they played great that game. I believe it was game five. Game, Yeah, game five was unbelievable with uh, all of the home runs going back and forth. And while the run's going back and forth, I think it ended in the eleventh inning. Uh, just very entertaining. And what what a weird uh, what a weird time to choose to propose to your fiance, your girlfriend at the time. Yeah, I think that's perfect. But like, what if they didn't win? Well, would, then would, I don't would, think you would he have done. gone like <laughs> but, like. But would he have just gone in like the dugout or like? Oh, I have a ring here, guys. No, he probably wouldn't have proposed to her. Yeah, so... You probably point, wouldn't have. At what point would you have proposed? I don't know. You gotta you gotta ask him. You gotta ask him. I think that was Carlos Correa. Yeah, he said it. I, don't, I didn't have backup plans. <laughs> they didn't win the World <laughs> Series. Like, that's funny. Like, well, that makes... Well, that's well I guess that's... I guess that's one way to be confident enough. I mean, that's... I'd rather someone have a, an engagement planned out in their mind as opposed to getting your uh, championship team tattooed on you before you win. <laughs> That's I mean, funny. I, I'd rather that take place, you know? Like, At least like getting, kind of recover. getting the mascot of your college school tattooed on you only to apply and get denied. Like, That's a no, like even in, No, in dude, the, that's a bam-roasted. Why? Because <laughs> it is. That's like an example of it. Why? Did somebody get a, a World Series thing on the team tattooed before they won? I think in the NBA, I think, uh, I forgot who, but one of the players got their championship 
like the championship tattooed on them, and their and then team they ended didn't up win? losing. Yeah. Oh. I'm almost positive. I feel like I remember seeing that. Yeah. I want to say like it was uh, J.R. Smith. I can see J.R. Smith doing some of that. But yeah. So World Series, awesome stuff. Yeah. If you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, it was it was a great game, you know. But let's get on to some outside. Did I ask you how your week was? Um, I, I don't think so. I don't even think I said awesome as always. Oh, well, how was your week? <laughs> yeah, no, you it was doing? good. Yeah, I'm awesome as always. <laughs> All right, well, very cool. I guess uh, now let's get on to the outside the ring news. My week, by the way. I went to see uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. And? Fantastic. I agree. I thought they put on a great show. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I absolutely enjoyed it. Barclay I... Center, not so much, but... Mm-hmm. But Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, that was a damn good show. Yeah. It, it really is. really is a good show. It's the third time they did that tour. Yeah. I did, Third time. I, did, I did not know that. You know, on, on the on the past tours, they they went to Madison Square Garden. Would have preferred mm-hmm. for them to go to Madison Square Garden again. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that they're. I mean, of course, it was a good show and everything, but there there's better out there. I thought that I it wasn't my favorite. Con- yeah, no, uh, there's better so. out there, but uh, but I thought it was. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's like they kept saying like. It's crazy, like, they're in their 50s and stuff. It's like, when did people get so old? I know. It's crazy, man. Eh, time. Yeah. Time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking. Yeah, and then the future. Yeah. Well, let's get on to that Outside the Ring news. We had some releases from the WWE this week. Emma, Summer Rae, and Darren Young. So long, farewell. Yeah, so what? Uh, uh, what's your take? I mean, Emma was just on the pay-per-view, just on Monday Night Raw the day after, and then Bon Voyage. It's like, it's, in that, like, if they knew they were releasing her when they had the pay-per-view, then it should have, maybe, should have just been a squash match. Yeah, I, I think that it should have been a squash match, if but, so. I mean, but, I mean, only- I'm still, I'm so happy it wasn't. Because I, I feel like got to enjoy a match. Of course. And I feel like one of the reasons, if they did know that it that she was going to be released, I think that one of the reasons why they didn't have a squash match may have been out of respect. Like, to give her a full match. But from what I was reading, it seems like she had a lot of heat on her backstage from the creative staff. First of all, and- I don't believe that. I don't believe anything Sports Illustrated is posting. Because when since when did they become a dirt sheet, a news site? I don't know. I'm not buying anything Sports Illustrated says. Yeah. Well, I mean, she had that failed gimmick of Emelina or whatever. Uh, well, that's their fault. It's not yeah. our fault. Well, they, I mean. First of all, the I'm, gimmick was dumb to begin with. Oh, true. Second so of all, true. why do they keep delaying it? Because she had to do stuff that was stupid that she couldn't do because it was dumb. They shouldn't have given her a gimmick that she couldn't have uh, put forward. Well, but, any any good wrestler should be able to do any sort of gimmick. If yeah. I want you to be trash woman, you become trash woman. Yeah. Well, 
Summer Rae was released as well. I mean, I understand Summer Rae's release. She it doesn't seem like she's she has been training in the ring. She's been uh, still maybe rehabbing from the injury that she had. Um, on Snapchat, I, I do follow her on Snapchat, and it's always it seems like she's always going out to these clubs and like dance clubs and everything. Yeah, because they're not using her. Two in the morning and stuff. But I mean, instead of but it doesn't seem like she's like in a wrestling ring training. So I do question how far her injury well, maybe she, has maybe set she her was. back. I don't know, yeah. I mean, I maybe liked, she... I liked what she wrote about it. I didn't see. She basically said that, like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, you were never champion. You were never... Or they, they didn't use you properly. And she goes, you guys are missing the point. Like, I achieved one of my biggest dreams, to become a WWE diva, to become a WWE superstar. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, yes, of course, I didn't become champion. I I mean, she didn't really say she was underused, uh, underutilized, but, I mean, we both know she 100% was. Yeah, she was definitely underutilized, but, she said you know. She got I'm, to live her dream and uh, and wrestle in WWE. Yeah. You know, it's just unfortunate that the injury, I think, really set her back. I mean, it's... It is what it is. I, I I don't think that she's going to pursue wrestling after side of this. I could see this being it and her just pursuing modeling and then getting a job. You know, getting outside a job. of the, what does that mean? Well, outside of pro wrestling. Everything she's ever done seemed to have been seems to have been in sports. Not the modeling. Well, I mean like what else? football, dance. I don't know if she even danced. I don't know if that's true. I don't know why I threw that out, but football. Yeah, but... I mean, it was lingerie football, but they're still playing football. Yeah, but I can't see her doing that again. Also... I mean, especially um, the injury. Also, maybe they're not really released, and they they had to release them to put them, put, put, pull the wool over our eyes, and that we will be getting a female, female shield... So then, Paige, Summer Rae, and Emma instead of the other woman that was, I think her name was Anya. So then why release Darren Young, the next Darren person? Young is the manager. Dude, you're, <laughs> fantasy, you're no. living on Fantasy Island. <laughs> you the totally point. are. I, I think a female shield, interesting, but it doesn't seem, you it, it know, does, every it's single, like the, it's like, every fan's going to say, oh, shield did it. This is stupid. No, but it's shield like, but, it. but the shield, the shield, the the, the where the storyline differs is they actually did it. Paige, Emma, and Summer Rae were one hundred percent like the start of this divas revolution. Was Summer Rae? Uh, I would say a hundred percent. A hundred. But her and Emma were putting on really good matches on like main event and superstars. Yeah. And then all but, the stuff in NXT where with Summer Rae and, uh, so then why is Charlotte not included in that? Uh, because I feel like it was, uh, after, wasn't that afterwards? No, Charlotte was the team with Summer Rae. But wasn't that all after? NXT. No, uh-uh. I don't believe so. I don't know. I, I, I think that, the Shield 3.0, Female Shield, whatever you want to call it, wouldn't work with them. I think that Emma Page would be cool as a team, but Summer Rae, I don't see fitting in with this. 
Especially, come on, let's be realistic. If she has the injury, she can't do it. I mean, it's it's just so far fetched, and it doesn't do it's not going to do anything because all right, say they invade, and then they're going to be stuck at a stalemate. They're going to end up being back in the mid card, then it's going to be back into the main event, then it's going to be back into well, you're not booked this week. And yeah, you can toss it on creative, but on the other hand, they also have a very crowded scene up there in the women's division with a lot of uh, wrestlers to do something with every week. So I think that that wouldn't be the best idea. But with Darren Young, it's very unfortunate. It seems like I, I'm, I would just put this off onto his injury. Yeah. I, I, yeah it well, seems, he basically he returned and then almost got injured. It seemed like he got injured right away again. Yeah, it's, it just seems like he's very injury prone. And... It's very, it's just unfortunate. I'm not too sure how old he is. Um, I don't know if age plays a factor in the injuries or anything like that. But it's very difficult to come back from such an, from any injury because this isn't just nor any sport. You know, this is a grueling, tough, mentally, physically tough sport that these people are competing in. I mean, yeah, it's. It's scripted and all of that, but they bang their bodies up so often, day in and day out, the traveling, everything. It takes its toll on your body. So to come back from an injury, it's very difficult. But hopefully the, the best will happen for the three of these wrestlers, you know? I mean, Summer Rae, if she doesn't pursue wrestling, it's a shame, but it's understandable. Emma and Darren Young, hopefully they keep on continuing as well. I assume we'll see... Darren Young pop up at WrestlePro soon. Do you think he's going to join uh, Impact Wrestling as Darren Old? Or no? <laughs> and like spell it like D-A-R-Y-N? Or I, I would assume not. But no, you don't think? Maybe, maybe as Fred. <laughs> Fred. Yeah, right said Fred. And... But, uh, like, yeah. Can Emma use the the name E M U H and just give what her like it? like a stupid gimmick? Yeah. <laughs> Not that she'll I don't I don't know. I I don't know. With the way impact is going. What happens if Summer Ray goes by the name of I don't know, uh Winter Snow? No. Seasons. seasons Winter. Seasons Ray. Seasons Ray? Yeah. Eh. I don't know. Well, talking about pro wrestlers, uh, this release was heavily spoken about by a lot of people on Twitter uh, in the professional wrestling world. Uh, Leo Rush was one of the wrestlers who um, put out a tweet. It was a it, he put out a joking tweet uh, in regards to Emma not defeating Asuka, saying, "I guess that this is what happened." Uh, I guess these are the things that happen when you're not truly ready for Asuka. Um, and it got a ton of backlash uh, from people on the roster and people off the roster. Um, very, very few people coming to the defense. Leo Rush putting out a, having to put out an apology tweet explaining himself, his actions. I, 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 I understand that it was a joking tweet, but on the other hand, I think that it should have been a little bit more respected. I mean, just because you're the low man on the totem pole, you know, if it's just a, 
unfortunate thing, but you live and learn, you know? And the day of. Yeah, the day of. You know, you, you live and learn. I think that he's very young in the field and everything like that, and it's just one of those learning experiences. And I think that some people – I think that Twitter is a problem with uh, pro wrestlers at times, you know? Look at all the conflicts that are caused over Twitter from people tweeting out something, uh, whether inappropriate or uh, defending yourself or just anything. I mean, you have now Leo Rush, but you had Emma, you had Baron Corbin, uh, and so on and so forth. But it, it's, you know, it, it's, we forgive you. It's okay. Yeah. I, it's like when 2014 they had those releases. Mm-hmm. And Mark Henry tweeted something like "still here" or something, like a picture yeah. of him. And then Hawkins got pissed and goes like, "Bro, like the day of." Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes you can be your own worst enemy, and when you have an outlet as these wrestlers do, sometimes it's not really a good thing. I I think that the smartest person. If you if you are already in the WWE and everything, I think like Undertaker, those people that don't have Twitter, Luke Harper that have it for fans but don't use it at all. Yeah, but I think those are the smarter people. Yeah, but it's also stupid because it's like if like Undertaker doesn't use Twitter, how are people supposed to know that in a month from now you can go to the Nassau Coliseum and pay three hundred, four hundred dollars to meet him? I don't think he cares to promote himself. No, that That's the job. That was no. Because <laughs> that that's the that job of the promotion. That was a jab yeah. at the Comic Con. Wow. But I should say that Ace Comic Con at Nassau Coliseum is exactly what Comic Con should look like. Price wise, awful. Ridiculous. I don't know anyone who's paying $1,300 to meet the Justice League. No, that's insane. But I know that there's is... going to be tons of people that are doing it. So It's unfortunate, you know? It's unfortunate that these people take advantage of someone's fandom. And we'll charge an extreme amount of money just so some of these people will get to experience their dreams of meeting these people. Yeah, and I mean, there's, I mean, at this point, maybe not. Uh, there might not be like a good way to meet the Bellas outside of a Comic Con, but the um, Hardy Boys, I assume, do way cheaper signings. Yeah, don't get ripped off. I mean, Corey, Graves, I'm sure you Corey can... Graves, I don't know what his price is. I can't imagine what the price is, but you could probably go to a – if it's not he's 30 He's usually bucks, at, new, at Northeast Wrestling. Yeah, if it's not 30 bucks, you could definitely try to meet him on an indie show or like WrestleCon yeah. or whatever those things are called. Northeast, event. Northeast Wrestling, he's usually signing a big event. I mean, the Bella Twins, I'm sure you won't find on Indies, but sometimes you'll be able to find that like Toys R Us and like those kind of uh, – signings for that through WWE for promotion so you could get it through there. I mean honestly you may Undertaker still Undertaker is a difficult one, but Yeah, Undertaker is the difficult one, so that I could definitely understand. Well I don't understand. I mean, yeah, the price is still absurd. Yeah, the price is still insane. Uh but it's a rare uh meet and greet. I mean if I don't know. Would it be cheaper to meet him at VIP? Like a, at a mania? Um, I think, 
I don't know how much VIP for that is. It could be like 200 bucks for that, which in that case, yes, but it's not guaranteed that Taker's doing VIP. I don't think, I don't know if he did it last year. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure, but I'm sure that there's better ways to go about it. Just be careful. I mean, do, are you allowed to write into these companies anymore to get autographs? You know how you used to be able to write to them and and send in an 8x10 or uh, something dear, like that? Dear, dear Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I am so sorry your <laughs> face got crushed by Yokozuna. Accurate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, I mean, you don't think that still works? I mean, it seems like it works with NXT. Because they always tweet out, like, when someone asks for an autograph and stuff, they say, sure, mail, all you have to do is send an, uh, an envelope and 8x10. Yeah, if you send an envelope and an 8x10 of the wrestler to the performance center, they'll sign it in a return envelope, too. They'll sign it and send it back to you. I've never heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've seen them tweet about it many times, and no, nobody takes advantage of it. You know, I mean, of course, it's not going to be it's it's like a, a kid or, or or just a fan, but not someone who's going to take the autograph and sign it, sell it on eBay. But, yeah, you can send in stuff to NXT and they'll sign it and send it back to you. Usually it's it's a, a fair statement to say that you'll you'll get it. You just I mean, you just have to give it a shot too. the only time I, I've never done that self-addressed stuff, but. Back in the day, like Lillian Garcia used to do that. Yeah, Lillian if those Garcia are real, is... again, we have no. <laughs> I mean, uh, we Chris really Jericho. have no idea. I see. I never knew that. Yeah, Chris Jericho used to do that. Hugh Morris, um, a good amount of wrestlers used to do that. DDP, and it used to be free. Yeah, but where were you? Right. Well, where'd you get these emails from? Uh, usually on their websites, they would list them or. Like I would go to like uh, on I would search online and find their websites or whatever, and it would or like an information thing, and it would say like for this person's autograph, send a uh, a letter to this address, and they'll send it back to you. They'll send you an eight by ten. I mean that's how I got Hugh Morris. It's crazy because like Lillian Garcia had to have been like it had to have been like late 99 or early 2000 that we did this yeah which was like um, very early on in her career yeah chris jericho used to do that i think that's how sal got it i, I missed the boat on that one with chris jericho a lot of these wrestlers used to just do it for free before all these like comic cons and stuff like that yeah but yeah if anybody give tries to give that nxt autograph thing a shot let us know how it works out. I think it, I think it will work out fine. I think that you could write to pretty much anybody at the Performance Center or on NXT, and you'll get that eight by ten sign uh, and get it returned to you. What if I like show up at the Performance Center and then get shot? Well, I would just make sure that you, uh, if they ask you to leave the premises, <laughs> yeah. leave the premises. Uh, don't go into full uh, shoot mode. Um, like promo wise, ooh, um, yeah. don't go into prom. Uh, don't do a promo on them because that probably won't end too well for you. So uh, I, I just I hope people don't.
don't just randomly show up at the performance center. No. Well, I mean, there was there's some cases of that. Yeah, it's un- I think that they need some, maybe some, it's unfortunate, but maybe protection, I mean, or a gate there. But, but it is nice to, that they're, I don't know. I mean, maybe security has changed a lot since the incident. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it would be, it's very difficult to get in there. But, yeah. But, yeah, the premise of that is Comic-Cons charge too much. Amen. Like the Bella Twins new clothing line. Ugh. <laughs> I just, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know if that's where the market is these days. If that's where the market is, that is not where I'm going to be. Well, you're not shopping for women's clothing. No, no, I'm not. But like, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe shirts. It was a, a plain, they're selling a plain gray t-shirt for, or not, a, I don't know, I think it's a t-shirt. It looks like a t-shirt. I don't know what to call it. A plain gray shirt for 52 bucks. Yeah, insane in the membrane. But like, maybe that's where the market is. Maybe that's how much women pay for their clothes these days. Yeah, I I, I, mean, I, have, I would assume plus, so. As a plus size person, I pay that much for clothing sometimes. I, would never, I don't know why. I, I thought you were going to say as a plus size model. No, I would never pay 50 bucks for a t-shirt, <laughs> but I know like plus size clothing companies charge 50 bucks for graphic tees. Yeah. So WWE raising their price three bucks is like ridiculous, but compared to 50 bucks, but I still won't pay 27.99 for a WWE.com t-shirt. No. So I, and no. I, I hate that they raise the price. It makes no sense. Mm-mm. Awful. Yeah. But Impact Wrestling had some releases. Um, Brian Hebner asked for his release, got released. Reno Scum was released. Marche Rocket was released. And Rockstar Spud. Yeah. Supposedly that there's, there's interest in Rockstar Spud coming to the WWE. Yeah. That's the, that's the rumor. For the cruiserweight division, perhaps. Yeah. I, I don't know how he is in the ring. I haven't really seen his matches, but... It's been a long time since we've seen him wrestle, I feel like. I think that he has a lot more talent in the ring than uh, Enzo. I think that's for sure. Well, is it fair to compare? Fair to compare? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, rumored locations for WrestleMania 35 include Detroit, Philadelphia, and New York. Uh, yeah, what's your take? Uh, my take is if it is, in fact, in New York, I will try to go. I will be honest, I probably will not be in attendance. It's in two years from now, so you don't know that for sure. You don't know that. Maybe by then we'll make it on the podcast world and uh, <laughs> they'll just be giving us free tickets because we're just so awesome, reeking of awesomeness. Yeah. But another rumor is that Hideo Tommy is going to be moving to the Cruiserweight division. Um, I would be fine with that. I mean, I do think that I really like that he turned heel. I like this heel uh, 
Hideo stuff going on. It just it's it kind of sucks though. Yeah, it does. Cause like he had so much hype behind him, comes back or debuts, gets injured, comes back, gets injured, comes back, and then there's really NXT just like completely changed. And for whatever reason, nothing's happening with him. Same thing with Cassius Ono. What what are they doing? It's awful. I don't I don't get what they're doing with them. So if he does move to the cruiserweight division, that's fine. It's just a shame that nothing further happened in NXT. Well, to be honest, I don't know if I have enough uh, um, Faith. trust with whatever they do with him. Like, I mean, it seems like I, I've been really disappointed with how they've been using Balor. You know, and I feel like he would be used the same way if he gets brought up and he's not in that cruiserweight division. I yeah, feel like it's, it's. I feel like he's gonna get lost. But I just meant more stuff down in NXT. Like he should have been, could have been champion. I don't think so. And the reason I say that is because every time he's just been uh, plagued with injuries, and it seemed like every time they were gonna pull the trigger on that, or that was a potential, he got hurt. And I, and I think it was like one after the other, like he just returned to the ring and then he got hurt again. So I, I understand why he didn't have the title on him. And it's, I think, basically because of his injuries. Well, Emma, Emma should have been champion in NXT and on the main roster. Summer Rae should have been champion on the main roster. I agree. I agree. I, I would have been totally fine with that. Kenta, Hideo Itami. Yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. Uh, this past week, Nikki Bella was eliminated from Dancing with the Stars. Oh, no. So maybe uh, maybe that's more time for her to train to get back to WWE with Brie Bella. I hope not. I hope not. Why not? I, I, I don't know. You, I, we support them a big. We start, We've supported them a lot since their return to the WWE. You and I both have been really supportive. Yes, here and there, bash their drop kick ability and stuff no, like no, that. No, no, but, but, <laughs> but overall, don't we put both, that bashing on me. No, too. because you you agreed here and there. But overall, we both complimented how improved they were compared to when they left how much they took it up a notch and took it to the next level, and they did. The only reason I hope that she doesn't come back right now is because I do think that is a crowded scene. First of all, I, I didn't say right now. I said hopefully yeah, that well, makes training start now. Yeah, but overall... You don't, just start, I, you don't just start training for the Olympics a week before the Olympics. Wow. So... But even still, I think that it's very difficult to use all of these women. You have so many up there. You have so many in development. I mean, it, it's really tough to bring in new people or old people when you just have so so much going on. I mean, look at – I mean, you just had the May Young Classic, and you're trying to utilize some of these wrestlers. But there's also so many wrestlers outside of there from the May Young Classic that aren't being used. And, Yeah. But 
All right, let's get on to some indie results from this past week. Uh, Create a Pro Wrestling, welcome to the dungeon. St. James, New York took place on the 27th. Bear Bronson defeated Ryan Gallion. Yeah, Kristen Statlander picked up the victory over Nikki Adams. Alex Reynolds defeated Pat Buck, Max Caster, and Joey Mercury. The Mercury looks. Have you seen Mercury recently? In pictures, yes. Yeah, fantastic shape. I mean, he was in I, good shape in WWE too. Was he? Was yeah. he that like? Because he looks shredded. I don't think I he ever like lost his physique. When he was in J&J Security, they were wearing suits or whatever. I was surprised that he was wrestling, though, because I know that he, he's doing uh, – he has a, a training center, I believe, right? A school, you mean? Yeah, yeah, a school. But maybe he's trying to recruit people or trying to get people to uh, attend some of his the stuff at his school, maybe if he puts on an event doing some scouting. But, Yeah. For the Creative Pro Tag Team Championships, the Breakfast Club successfully retaining those titles against Massage Envy. Grim for Grim, uh, from Grimm's Toy Show, uh, Toy Show won the Halloween costume Battle Royal Rumble match, Royal Rumble. Um, yeah. And in the main event, the Creative Pro Championship was on the line. Johnny Clash. Defeating Smart Mark Sterling to become the champion. Awesome stuff. I mean, it's nice to follow these uh, the these young wrestlers in their careers, and it's always nice to see them pick up uh, their first or second championships. It's really awesome. So congratulations to Johnny Clash. Yeah. On the 29th of October, Beyond Apocalypse dudes. Took place in Worcester, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Josh Briggs picking up that victory over Brian Malonis. The Amityville Project picked up the victory over Jay Freddy and Rory Gulak. Sage Phillips defeating Dante Caballero. Caballero. Tracy Williams and Wheeler Yuta picked up the victory over Brandon Watson Zenshi. Ace Romero picking up that win over Jenny Silver. Who dressed up like Fred Durst for Halloween? You saw that? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Did you see about his uh, unfortunate car accident? Yes, I did. Very, very lucky. I hit a deer. Yeah, I I forgot who was in the car with Silver. I, I think him and uh, who else? Eddie Kingston, maybe. Oh, Tracy. uh, Um, what is it? Um. Tracy Williams was in the car with him, too. Very lucky. They hit a deer, went off the road. Uh, I, To my knowledge, no injuries, but very, very lucky. And we're I mean, both not, we're, I mean, not to them, the deer. No, not, yeah. There's, um, there's an antler there somewhere. Yeah, very, very uh, lucky that it wasn't worse, you know? And we're all very happy that it would, that they're safe. Um, yeah, so Ace Romero, you said that. Team Pog defeated the Hooligans. Dick Justice picking up that. Oh, no. Dick Justice versus Orange Cassidy went to a no contest. Oh, no. I pulled a U. I typed (laughs) up these notes. (laughs) (laughs) The Hoods. Uh, uh, Alexis and Anthony Stone picked up the victory over Anthony Green, Brick Maystone, 
Davey and, and Mikey, Webb, uh, Mikey Webb. Matt Riddle picked up the victory over JT Dunn. Doom Patrol picked up the victory over the Viking War Pro, uh, Party. For the Inter... In- Independent Wrestling Championship. Jonathan Gresham successfully retaining that championship over Flip Gordon. Zack Sabre Jr. picked up the victory over Martin Stone. And the Unbreakable F-Fan Machines defeating EYFBO. Yeah, I believe in wrestling. Believe 148 taking place on the 29th at the Team Vision Dojo in Orlando, Florida. Carlos Gabriel picked up the victory over Jason Duggan. Dugan. Always Dugan. Dugan. I always do that. Dugan. Avoid the clap, man. Oh, man. Chico Adams defeating Axe Clover. Mike Austin picked up the victory over Ray Zion. Uh, Amber Nova defeating Trina Mason. Do you understand when I say avoid the clap or no? Uh, League of Their Own. Okay, yeah. Mike Reed picked with victory over Alex Santiago. Dion James defeating Faris Hakim. AWA Florida tag team title on the line. Chase and Rance and Jesse Neal picked up the victory. The champions picked up the victory over Carlos Gabriel and Chico Adams. Yeah, uh, they retained. Kevin Sullivan in uh, Chase and Rance and Jesse Neal's corner and Sinister Minister with Carlos and uh, Chico. Yeah. So. the minister. Perfect. I used to do his voice pretty well, but now you got to save that for Macho Man. <laughs> Upcoming well. indie events taking place. You got CZW Night of Infamy in Sewell, New Jersey. Ace Romero taking on JT Dunn. Space Monkey taking on Ethan Page. Tim Doms will be wrestling David Starr. Coming back from uh, overseas, David Starr. Maxwell Jacob Friedman taking on Rookie Chain Page. The squared circle of sacrifice match will be taking place between Jimmy Lloyd and Brandon Kirk. CZW World Heavyweight title match. Shane Strickland going to be defending against Joe Gacy. Yeah, so check it out. Funk Show Brother. Yeah. Gonna take a quick break right now and we'll be right back here on Marking Markin Out. This is Judah Friedlander, the world champion, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 352. Uh, let's move over to some sports entertainment. And talk about some Monday Night Raw. Which was opened by Kurt the Angle. Nightheart. Talking about Shane McMahon and how raw and how, how he puts the raw roster in danger and how he shouldn't have trusted Shane McMahon and how he let their friendship get in the way of that. Foolish. And then uh, Stephanie McMahon returned. First first since uh, WrestleMania being put through that table. First time in a long time. We're falling through the table. And uh, she announced that Kurt Angle is the team captain for for Team Raw at Survivor well, Series. And there you have it. We have Kurt Angle's second match since uh, returning to the WWE lined and up for you. she said that if – she said she expects um, results or yeah. she look for a new general manager. 
she said, look what happened to Mick Foley. So, and we all know what happened to Mick Foley in his role of, uh, as GM. Um, what did you think about them having the entire roster out there, too? They had the entire roster on the stage during this segment. Yeah, I don't, it, like, what is what was the point of that? I guess to show unity. I, I can only imagine to show unity amongst the Raw roster. Um, well, I but, guess in, in the sense he was, Kurt Angle was addressing the roster, so. Yeah, that's true. So I guess that's the point. <laughs> that was the point. Well, first match of the night, you had Bailey making her entrance in the ring. Alicia Fox comes on out, but she has the mic, and she goes on to say that since she is captain, she doesn't have really time to have a match with Bailey. But she found a replacement for her, and out comes the returning Nia Jax. Yeah, straight from the. Uh... The unemployment line. Since she yeah. Quit. Yeah, since she walked out on her contract and everything. Um, but, and Nia Jax put the works on Bailey. Yeah, was, I mean, it was a good match for her. It, it really was. I'm, I'm impressed with how, at the improvement that Nia Jax has made. I think that she's been doing a really good job since she has... Uh, made her debut on the main roster when I thought that she was very green. And I think that she's really coming into her own now. Yeah, definitely improving a lot. And yeah. uh, after that, uh, Alicia Fox put her on the team. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of that, like, rolling senton that she did. She did, like, a cannonball to yeah. her, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if she's usually wasn't done that. that? The, wasn't that the move that you said was dangerous before? Oh, I don't. I don't remember. I really don't. But in any sense, uh, Nia Jax and Alicia Fox were then cut off by the returning Samoa Joe. Yeah, mid made a exit with them. Made no sense. Samoa Joe comes out, gets on that microphone, and proceeds I, I to just. Thought, I thought he was wanting to join the. Team, Team Raw for the women's division. You know, there was a slight possibility of that taking place, but it did not go that way. No. Don't be fooled. It did not go that way. Um, yeah, Which, by I the was... way, everyone was freaking out at this point that, oh my God, we had three returns so far with uh, <laughs> um, Stephanie, Nia Jax, and then Samoa Joe. Yeah. Everybody was leaving off Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas was there and JoJo was back. Oh, for sure. I think JoJo was back. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. But I thought it was funny. He was just like, did everybody miss me? Or whatever he said. And then everybody's cheering, chanting, Joe, Joe, Joe. And he's like, nobody cared that I was gone. And I'm like, dude, they were just... He was just chanting you. Yeah, he goes, like, nobody, I, nobody like called me or whatever. It's like, we don't have your phone number. <laughs> I always think that's funny where, where he's like, you guys didn't want me back and stuff. Yet the entire crowd was just like ecstatic over his return, you know? Yeah. I feel like on instances like that, you got to really rephrase what you were about well, to say. still got people to boo for him. But Slightly, yeah. Here I had – like I couldn't even like fathom to think who his opponent could be. Uh, I just thought maybe Balor, and mm -hmm. 
then Apollo Crews came out. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay. Like, he's going to defeat Joe. <laughs> yeah. And then they um, told us that Apollo Crews is the one that actually made the challenge, which, how did Apollo Crews know that somebody that's been out for weeks was going to be there to even make the challenge? Well, he may have made it at that time really quickly. Been like, uh, hey, Kurt Angle, wait, really, really quickly. Joe's out there. Can I have a match? I don't know. I don't know. And what was more weird was the fact that Apollo Crews was actually getting good shots in on, on him. Which I'm okay with. I am okay uh, with because you want to you, you, you build up Apollo Crews too. But I don't know. To I a point know. you want to build up Apollo Crews. Against the returning Samoa Joe? It's tough. It's a tough call. I mean, unfortunately, they, they didn't call in uh, Kurt Hawkins for this spot. That would have been a fine spot for him, you know. Hundred percent. That that would have been a fine spot because after that, like, there's really a rare uh, enhancement talent on the roster. You know, Kurt Hawkins is really the main one. Outside of that, it seems like a lot of people are either mid storyline or have potential to be built otherwise. Like with Apollo Cruz and um, and uh, Tyler Swole. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, after the match. Titus goes to check on Apollo Crews and gets locked in the Coquina Clutch. Bringing your back on Joe. So I assume that's Monday Night Raw next week. I mean, how could you turn your back on him? That's just that's just silly. Well, that's what that is. That is just silly. So uh, earlier in the night, Kurt Angle makes a match because Miz was late to Monday Night Raw. Said it was going to be a mystery opponent. And uh, what was super refreshing about this was the fact that it wasn't Jason Jordan. I agree. I was like 99.999% sure that it was 100% <laughs> going to be Jason Jordan. Yeah. And then Matt Hardy's music hit. And it, wasn't. And it was a good it was a good match. Yeah, at first it started off a little slow, but as towards the end I was like, damn. This is yeah, really good. Miz, Miz picked up the victory, retaining the IC title. And yeah. uh, Matt Hardy hitting that picture-perfect moonsault. I thought mm-hmm. I thought Miz Taraj right then and there would like get in there and, and cause a disqualification and, and get Matt the win via disqualification. I, like that, that could have put Miz away. Yeah, easily. But Miz getting the upper hand after a distraction and hitting the skull-crushing finale. Yeah. But good match, good match. Um, after this, they had a backstage segment with Kurt Angle and Alexa Bliss, where Alexa Bliss was kind of giving his suggest- uh, her ideas and suggestions for Survivor Series. And she goes, well, you have to cut all the dead weight and all of this stuff. And then Kurt Angle puts her in a title match later on that night. But this promo was getting a lot of heat for the fact that oh. she was saying cutting – yeah, cutting oh. the dead weight off the women's roster and stuff. And she goes on to say, I think, uh, Mickey James or someone. Didn't and associate that. I thought the heat might have been the, the Mae Young thing. Oh, no. That's why I wanted to bring it up because she brought up the cutting the dead weight. And this was right after Emma and Summer Rae were both released. So it was one of – like I don't – I do not 100% think that that was any intentional jab. At the two of them. And I don't even think that in the script, I don't think that it was an intentional uh, attack. I think, I the, think it, the more awkward part of that segment was that Mae Young thing. 
Oh yeah, with the what she oh, said. Oh, maybe you could just dig her up. Oh yeah. Angle's like what? <laughs> <laughs> like why, who wrote that? I you know it makes you wonder, but yeah, yeah. I guess on the I mean on the bright side, know. Bliss is one of the few people that could say that, and it's not really gonna phase where she is at the current time. But ooh, yeah, that that's that's rough. <laughs> what a stupid remark! I don't understand. Oh, I I I know, I know. Yeah, good times. <laughs> but up next, the match you had was Oscar defeating Stacy Cullen, uh, Casey Catal from Creative Pro Wrestling. Yeah, Oscar, uh, shoo. Just taking. I think the match should have been shorter, though. I, you I know th- what? I thought it should have ended more, more fast than it did. I'm okay with the length of it because it just showcased Asuka's shoot style ability, and it just looks stiff, you know. It, it just it sucks though because it's like this is where, like for me, I, and I think for the, for the most part, the fans watching Monday Night Raw, Asuka is established. Yeah, but, but the thing is, where are you going to put her right now off the bat? Yeah, squash matches against jobbers. Makes you know what? You could understand it. The only other option, maybe you could have put her in the match against Bliss. After Kurt Angle had that promo with Bliss, no, saying she's going to defend she would it. have been champion. Well, no, you could have had it, but then maybe have Alexa Bliss walk out. Like, kind of get counted out or something like that. Yeah, but like, then that like immediately lights a fire under the title. What do you mean, like for, for their feud, for Oscar becoming champion? It does, but is it too soon? Yeah, probably. So then, where would you put Oscar then? I mean, I think that would be a good idea. But then, where would else? I mean, the only other way that you could save that moment is if you have the other women of the Survivor Series team kind of start to one by one get involved. And then show that they can't work on the same team together. I, I can't Insert think of any other way. Shield. There you go. <laughs> so, um, after this backstage, you had Kurt Angle on his walkie-talkie or something, saying "Code Red, Code Red." Yeah. They're, here, they're, they're here, here, they're here, they're here, they're here. Security. <laughs> And then you just pan over and it's just it's like Daniel the most Bryan. harmless person. <laughs> he's like it's, planning, it's like he's like planting seeds as Kurt Angle's like freaking out. Yeah, and it, it's like when a you see an elephant scared of a mouse. Yeah, you know it, it's and Kurt Daniel Bryan's just like it's it's okay. I'm not here on behalf of them or anything like that. So they speak a little bit, but no, Kurt no, Angle's wait, wait, more, no, no, no. Before that, Daniel Bryan appears and a stupid commercial break happens. It literally oh, cuts to commercial after Kurt Angle's after the, the camera pans to Daniel Bryan fades to black. What? Oh, that's, that's stupid. That should have been. I think production wise, that should have been adjusted. The, the, they rushed a lot of stuff. Clearly with yeah. that Samoa Joe thing. So I thought the yeah, ending they, was going to be huge. Actually, yeah, they did. That is a rush because how he interfered. But with this segment, I mean, either go to the commercial before you even introduce Daniel Bryan, or. Do it that's after. Not how, that's not how TVs work. I mean, they don't what control do you mean? like, oh, cut to commercial. 
They don't? It's a lot of, I think it's like an allotted time thing. I thought that they they direct when they go to a commercial and that, like a commercial break. Yeah, but I'm saying they, like WWE couldn't squeeze everything into into the time frame of the commercial break. Before the commercial break or after the commercial break? Oh, okay. I, I don't. See I don't I know. See. If, I don't know if WWE gets to like say, "Oh, USA Network, go to commercial now." I think it's the other that's, way that's around. What I, that's what I always thought. I always thought that they were able to say, "All right, we're going to go to commercial break right now," as long as they like, as long as you have like five minutes of like you're allotted five minutes for Wendy's commercials and five minutes for this. Like whoever pays the corporation, the network. Then why so didn't they just air the commercials all at once? I don't. I don't know. I'm not too sure how that works. It's interesting though. Um. Oh right. yeah. After a stupid commercial break, Daniel Bryan apologizes to Kurt Angle and gets left alone. Yeah, Kurt's really heated over it. And the lights go out. And then Kane was there and yeah. cho- choke slammed Daniel Bryan. Yeah. As in Daniel Bryan wrestled in 2017. Which I actually don't think happened. You don't think he actually bumped? No. I think that's why the lights went out, to be honest with you. I think that he choked him and everything. And then that's why the lights went out, so this way Daniel Bryan didn't have to take the bump. And they just had the table crash. I I don't think that he actually... who, who, Who crashed the table? Kurt Hawkins. Who else? No, I, I really, I really don't think that he took the bump, though. I think that that would explain why they did dim the lights so dark, so you couldn't see him not take the bump. Well, is it leading to Kurt Angle versus Daniel Bryan? That would be. I would mark out for that hardcore. Imagine yes. WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle. I'm, I'm uh, thinking uh, New Orleans is getting Daniel Bryan versus. I, I would mark out so much for that. Like you always think about like Daniel Bryan, if he had one or two more matches, who would he face? Kurt Angle. You always talk about Kurt Angle and his time being limited, but realistically on the indie seat, he was wrestling maybe two times every weekend, you know? So it, if you're going to limit both of their time uh, frames with wrestling, I would love to see that match. I want you to understand something. Yes. WrestleMania 34. Okay. Is at the Mercedes. Uh, yeah, is at the Mercedes Benz. Whatever. Uh huh. I think it's there, right? The Mercedes Benz Superdome. I, I don't know. Home of WrestleMania 30. Okay. Home of Daniel Bryan. Yes, WrestleMania. Winning the championship in the main event of WrestleMania. Interesting. Kurt Angle versus Daniel Bryan taking place in the same arena where WrestleMania took place. Interesting. You know, start the rumors. Start the rumors. Um, Yeah, so after this segment, you had Finn Balor taking on and defeating Cesaro. Um, It was a good match. I mean, you had Balor finishing with a stomp to the back of the head. Dude, this match, um, though, like, I didn't get why it took place even. I didn't get it. Me neither. And then Kane. Me neither. I mean, to come out after and to yeah. Balor on the stage. 
Yeah, you had Kane like, come out, do the tombstone. Which could make, I mean, I could make sense of it where it's like Kane saying, like, I'm the only demon. But it seems like he's just bypassing Balor, like, not even acknowledging that it's the, like, potential demon. Like, you know, like how previously he attacked Balor, but he's just, like, bypassing him for Braun, making Finn Balor look weak. Like, I, I, which I feel like this was just one of those oddly placed breaks, rushed segments. Yeah. So, um... This match took place. He hit the tombstone, and this led into Kane cutting a promo well, on first Braun. First of all, the match was Kane and Seth Rollins. Kane and yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar, you cut a promo. You cut bar, a promo the bar before attacked that. before that. Yeah, I believe Kane cut a promo before that, right? About or did Rollins just come out with the shield? I don't remember if it was after or not. Oh, maybe it was after. No, it was before. No, it had to have been before. Yeah, it was before. But, yeah, as you were saying, Kane picked up the victory over Rollins. What was the promo about? He was just calling them out. Yeah, just talking about – really talking about him being the monster wanting a challenge still. Yeah. Yeah. So with the match, though, the bar got involved. They attacked Ambrose. Mm -hmm. Rollins fights them off. And then when he turns back around, boom, chokeslam. Yeah, I guess. And then afterwards – yeah, and then after the match, Ambrose hit Kane with dirty deeds. Kane sat right up. Yeah, and then he proceeded tombstone the shield. Well, I mean, the bar also. Well, the bar got their licks in there too, but it ended with two tombstones and no attack on the sh- on the bar. Yeah. You know, they left Scott free. Um, yeah, but um, after this, you had an All Hallows Eve trick or street fight featuring Slater and Rhino pick up the victory over uh, the club. Who were dressed up as the Southpaw Regional Wrestling? Like uh, yes, like Heath Slater and Rhino were Santa and Mrs. Claus. But come on, the club brought Tex Ferguson and Chad Too Bad to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that brought was real life. That was awesome. But what's your take of, on what? What's your take on them losing the club to I mean, Slater they, and Rhino, like a team that? Really hasn't done anything since their title run over on SmackDown. I don't. I guess maybe it was just one of those matches where they needed a face to win. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I w- I think that if the club picked up the victory, that would have been a okay. I mean, I don't see that. I don't know. It but was. They, they, they had a bunch of Halloween spots with pumpkins and other stuff, but corn uh, canes. Yeah. We've seen it. We've really seen it all before. Yeah, I think Two Hundred Five Live had a better Halloween theme match than them, with uh, Tony Nese, Mustafa Ali, Davari, and Grand Metalik. Yeah, which Mustafa Ali won. Yeah, really entertaining match. Which I, I thought mean, was funny. At one point, they Tony Nese picked up a bag and then dropped it, and I was like, "Oh, I would have swore there was candy corn in there." Uh-huh. And then later on, they set up a table, and Nice picked up the bag again and dumped it out, and it wasn't thumbtacks. It was, in fact, candy, candy corn. corn. Yeah. He put out a tweet about that, too, I think, uh, about how it's the worst candy. It is. It really is. Yeah. Um, Which, I, I didn't know they had different flavors of candy corn these days. Yeah. They got it all, dude. I'm sure it's also awful, but... Nah. After this, you have your generic Elias and Jordan... Uh, 
segment where he's performing, Jordan interferes, and then Jordan smashes the guitar. Yeah. Not not really much else to say about that. Yeah. Not you're right. <laughs> um, uh, next, yeah. you had Drew Gulak and Enzo Amore out there. Um, difficult. What's difficult here is deciding whether or not Drew Gulak should have been Sasha Banks on Monday for Raw <laughs> as well. Uh, that would have been probably, probably not though, just to help get get his point across more without yeah. uh, that side of the comedic. Part. Gotta say, I'm I'm loving how they're using Gulak though. I'm loving it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. He goes, uh, and I'm gonna spell it out for you: S O F T, and then the fans booed. Yeah, he's 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 great at being a heel right now. And what I like even more is that they haven't really showcased too much of his technical abilities. Like he hasn't really had the spotlight on him yet. Right. And I think that's gonna be a nice treat because we all know. Like, we've seen him so many times on the indie scene and know how technically sound he is. So it's, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, um, but this match was leading into Kalisto defeating Drew Gulak in, like, 30 seconds, 40 seconds. Yeah, hitting the Selena Del Sol. And uh, Enzo attacked Kalisto afterwards. Yeah, taking full advantage of uh, a blindside attack. But... Next up in the main event of the evening, women's title on the line, Alexa Bliss successfully defending against Mickey James. The match ended after she slapped her? No. That wasn't a slap. It was I like a it was, forearm or something. I thought it was just a slap. Pretty sure it was a forearm. I it, yes, well, the, even, the match even did. A forearm, it, end, I mean, it ended abruptly, yes. Yeah, even if it's a forearm, I mean. But that could just be a new finisher? move. Like Nikki Bella used the forearm as a finisher. I don't know. I thought it was just a full-fledged slap. It wasn't like a hard forearm. No, it was definitely like a forearm. I don't know. Well, regardless. It was like a stabbing motion. I even made reference to because she was dressed as Chucky. No. Oh. So it was like a, almost like a stabbing motion. Gotcha. Yeah. But I thought this match was good. And I hope we don't have to see Mickey James versus Alexa Bliss again. Not that it was like, it's just I getting agree. to be too much. Like I think Mickey James needs to um, step aside for a, it's time for someone else to get in there against Bliss. I think that Mickey James did her uh, purpose. She bought time for Alexa Bliss's title reign to carry over to Survivor Series. Now you could bring back in Sasha Banks, Bailey, some of these other women. It's uh, funny with with Oscar's match. I was like, who's like Nia even? Jax. I was like, who's even here to face Oscar? Like, there's nobody like could like the only person I could possibly think to face Oscar is Zayna Brooke to like, yeah. lose instantly. So, yeah. but they got a jobber to do that, so. Yeah. I mean, hey, okay. But uh, I, earlier in the night, Miz found garbage in his locker room and tried to compa- campaign to the bar, tried to speak to Kane about uh, Braun Strowman and about them being on his side. And they were all yeah, like, very, they all very paranoid. Yeah, they all were like, you're on your own, if that's the case. Which doesn't make sense, like, because Miz wasn't, Miz didn't do it all by himself. No. So why is Strowman, why would Strowman only go after Miz? Well, I don't know. I don't know, Brian. But 
then later on after all that, uh, well, yeah. So he he, he was going to leave with the Miz early. Yeah, they, they he packed up his limo the entire. He's been in a rush. Get out, get out. Let's go, let's go. They get into the limo you know, before that. Even Kurt Angle made him stay. Mm-hmm. He goes, "You guys can't leave yet. You you arrive late and you're trying to leave early." And he goes, "But Braun Strowman." He goes, "I don't care about Braun Strowman." So if Miz, I mean, if Kurt Angle didn't see Miz and Mizdraj leaving, perhaps the next thing wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Which of course it did because it was scripted to do that. <laughs> but uh, the limousine was blocked by a garbage truck. A, a different garbage truck than the one that was used at TLC. This was orange. The one at TLC was white. But garbage was being dumped out of it and like the ascension's entrance braun Strowman rose from the ground and yeah then, striking uh, fear in the miz and the miz trage yeah and they all ran off and braun Strowman chased them into the arena yeah proceeds to i what i did like was the scene cut to the stage and you see i think it was bo dallas go flying out uh, i i like that that kind of cutaway you know I thought that was pretty cool. And then he just proceeded to throw all of them down the ramp. And then he brought uh, Miz up the ramp and proceeded to hit. Um, he did hit attack him in the ring, I believe, first, right? Yeah, he but attacked, Axel. Axel oh, yeah, the power prevented, slams. Axel prevented the power slam. Yeah, but then they, he rocked all of them with power slams. Mm. Besides Miz, right? No, I think he just hit. Axel with the power slam and then dragged him up to the top and put him through the announce table. Oh, it was just Axel the entire time? Well, uh, eventually, yeah, because Miz, Miz and Bo ran off. Oh, yeah. After Axel saved him. You know, highly entertaining. Highly entertaining ending. Yeah, but I, does this mean, like, Strowman's, like, A, not going to be, like, what he's on Team Raw, isn't he? Yeah, they, yeah, Kurt Angle, um... Kurt Angle already announced that Braun Strowman's going to be the first official uh, member of Team Monday Night Raw for Survivor Series. So he is a part of that Raw roster, uh, that Raw team. It's like they didn't want to write any storyline and then had to write tons of storyline to not write storyline. <laughs> I, I think that it was all good. I don't see that there was I don't, a big I don't think it was bad. It was just like it's just... I mean, kind of all over the place. Yeah, no, and I know. And Monday Night I, Raw was very, it was very rushed. They had to squeeze in, I guess, time for this. Yeah. Which I am for. I think that it was fun. So, SmackDown takes place on Halloween. Shane McMahon, oh, by the way, Monday Night Raw, I expected more out of Halloween from that. <laughs> Yeah. I expected more out of Halloween from SmackDown as well. NXT took it to the next level at their live event. Boy, I mean, they were all dressed up on that Halloween. Match, that match reminded me of when it was, I mean, no, because it was never cool, but when people were doing the Harlem Shake. Harlem that's Shake? Why? That stupid video. Yeah, yeah, why? I mean, that's what it. they all looked like. They all looked like rosebuds. Oh, 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 well, I, I, th- I was fine with it. I mean, I think you have, uh, you had Darth Vader pick up the victory in that gimmick battle royal uh, at the NXT show, but it, it seemed like it was fun. The crowd loved it. It was a nice, fun event, you know. 
It was very lighthearted. Yeah, it was. But, hmm. She was dressed as No Way Jose. Oh, Nikki? <laughs> yeah. Then yeah, Nikki Cross was dressed as No Way Jose. You had, uh, everyone was dressed up as something. You had Waldo. It was a good time. There were, there were men in that match, no? Yes. Yeah, I believe Blake Wesley. Wesley, Wesley Blake. Blake. Yeah, he was in there. Um, and a few other of the wrestlers were. It, it was an intergender match that would, that just looked like fun, you know? Which you'll never hear about that part of the match. No. It should, but it, it was nice to see that it really looked like these people were having legit fun. As opposed to like having a having it be like a chore or something really taken seriously all the time. I'm sure Jim Cornette hated it. Like I would assume that this would be something that he would hate. So SmackDown took place. Yeah, SmackDown. Shane talking about why they attacked Raw because they're being looked at as the B show and they've always been looked at as the B show and he's tired of it. And he thought, well, attack I'll, first. I'll, I'll talk to the, the roster. And they figured out that that was the best way to go about it. And yeah. he said that there's going to be hell to pay for what Daniel Bryan, uh, what Kane did to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And then he revealed that he's going to be the team captain. Mm-hmm. So, in 2017, we will, in fact, be... I mean, maybe even for a minute or so, we're going to be seeing Shane McMahon versus Kurt Angle. Hopefully. Who would have who thought it? Yeah. But after this, you Also, had, does that mean Kane is going to be on Team Raw? Who knows? Also, also, Kane is a SmackDown superstar. <laughs> is he? Yeah. I mean, he was drafted or superstar shake-ups. Interesting. He's on SmackDown in general for the, after the draft. Interesting turn of events, but like Undertaker, but two out of three falls match qualifying for the uh, Survivor Series team of SmackDown. Bobby Roode picking up the victory over Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Ziggler going up one nothing with the super kick, but then Bobby Roode picking up the next two victories. One after Dolph, Z- Dolph Ziggler hit the ring post, and the other after the glorious DDT. Yeah, um, I thought this was a good match and probably the best one that they've had. Yeah, it was and a I think really it, good match. I think if it took place in like the main event or on a pay-per-view, I I would no doubt in my mind that it would have been their like absolute best match ever. I don't know I, I about thought, I thought ever. It would have, yeah. A hundred percent. I thought it would have been even better if it was on like a pay per view or Oh, oh, you're saying you're saying if they did put on a match on the pay per view it would be better. Yeah. I, th- I thought you were saying that this match. Um, no, I, I agree with you. I think that the two of them really work well together. But then no, there's room. I don't. I disagree with that because for weeks we've never we even seen. No, I've no, no. I've. I'm saying that this was their best match that we've ever seen between them. Okay. And if it was on pay per view, given more time or something, or in a main event, it would have been even better than what it was. But at, like yes, the matches that we've seen between them, there's been like no chemistry. So, I'm I was quite surprised that this match was really good. Well, and then you have rumors out there that the day after was Dolph Ziggler's contract expired. Which, uh, by the way, there were also rumors that uh, the club were also leaving WWE as well as Finn Balor. Yeah, because Gallows 
uh, fixed his uh, Twitter page where he removed WWE, and then Balor posted a tweet saying uh, RIP. He posted a gravestone. I think it just said bye. Did oh, yeah, no, yeah, it was bye, but on a gravestone. Yeah. Um, nothing has been released as of now. This is Friday the third. Nothing has been released in regards to any releases uh, involving those superstars, but who knows what the truth is? I mean... I, I would be, and then I, I saw I saw, sure. I saw I saw some people saying that Ryder was also released, oh, please due no. to him not even being on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But I could, which see also, it. by the way, I thought it was dumb that you had the whole Under Siege cast, and not uh-huh. all of them were being used. Like that's they should true. Have all one hundred percent been on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, they should have been featured. I would be okay with Ziggler. If he did actually not renew his contract, because I just think about what he could do outside of there. Plus, let's let's face it. The guy has always spoken about comedy and wanting to pursue that as an outlet. But I think that he could really do a lot of good outside of the WWE. And then if he chooses to, he could always return. I mean, it's not like I, I feel like this would be a his optional thing, you know. Either yeah, no, resign or not. But like, if he like, where do you want to see Ziggler? I don't want to see Ziggler show up in Impact. No, no. But I'm talking like New Japan. I think Ziggler would be awesome over there. He would really fine tune his only craft. place. That's the only place where. Oh yeah, no. That's the only place that he would potentially fine tune his craft. I mean, as long as please, please, please don't put him in Bullet Club. I don't want to see him in Bullet Club. I would love to see him. Combat Bullet Club, maybe go against Kenny Omega and stuff like that. But I think that he would have. I think that it would be awesome to see him in New Japan. Yeah. But I mean, who knows what's going to happen? It just seemed like it would be the the ball would be in his court, though. You know, it's not like the WWE wouldn't offer him another contract or anything. Of course, they would probably re- want to try to renew him. So only time will tell. Um, next up, you had New Day and Rusev and Aiden English backstage, New Day's costumes. Awesome. You had Akeem, the African dream. You had Jimmy Hart, and you had, who was it? Brotherly Love, right? Yes, his name was Brotherly Love. Yeah. (laughs) That was sarcasm. Yeah. Um, but like... They made Halloween for me. Yeah, it was funny. I I liked how Aiden English and Rusev, they're like, no, it's Rusev Day. And then... Like 100% uh, New Day made Halloween. Yeah, that was awesome. And I liked Rusev. It's like, he goes, Halloween is stupid, and then stomped on their candy. Yeah, and Big E's reaction to it. But he was also... I mean, he had a point also where he was yelling. He goes... Like, you guys are joking around. Raw could be here. They could be undercover spies for Raw, and you're just handing them out free candy. And that is one thing that I really loved. I love, like, that goes back to what we were talking about last week with, like, how you have people that are feuding with each other teaming up to go against Raw. And I love that aspect that they bring back that reality, not that reality that, hey, we are in a disagreement right now, but we have larger fish to fry with Monday Night Raw. They could be invading us. Well, it led to a match, though. 
Yeah, no, no. It led to the match, but I love the aspect that it brought in that entire Rusev saying, like, hey, Raw could be here right now. You're not taking this serious. Like, I really like that. <laughs> Dude, and Xavier Woods' uh, Jimmy Hart impression was great. Oh, without a doubt. Hey, baby, what are you doing here? <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, yeah, so up next, backstage, Becky Lynch kind of giving Team SmackDown a pep talk. Which for, was cut off by uh, Natalia. You good there? You sound like a muppet there. No, for a quick moment. For I thought James. I thought James Ellsworth was dressed up as Raven. Raven. What? <laughs> I don't know why. I saw the, like the floppy ears and like the like the waviness of the 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 head, and I thought that he was dressed up as Raven really quickly. I yeah, I was wrong. It was a, it was a dog. Yeah, like an actual dog. Yes. Which I thought um, was hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Natalia, she shows up and mentioned how Naomi lost the title, basically. She cuts down Charlotte, uh, which is probably leading to Flair beating Natty for the title, which sucks, but... Yeah, I know. I do love the fact with Carmella when uh, I think Becky, like, was fist-pounding everyone. No, no, and... tea. High tea or whatever. Was it? Yeah, they all drank tea. Well, they did something, and I think she slapped. Uh, huh? Teacups up. Teacups up. Something like that, yeah. And she had hand to hand contact with Carmella. Yeah, with the. And then I, and then I, and then right after Carmella like shook off her hand and checked her nails to make sure she didn't chip her nail or anything. I just I really liked that reaction from Carmella uh, off of that. I thought that was really smart and good character. Um, next up, you had. Uh, let's see here. All right, so you have Corbin taking on the champion, U.S. champion, in a non-title match, taking on Sin Cara. Now, was this a no contest? I was under the impression that it was a DQ. That's what I, I didn't know. I saw that Corbin got the DQ victory, but then I didn't – I watched it. I'm like, this seems more like a no contest. Yeah, though. I don't know. Like, Probably. But, let's say it was a no contest. Yeah, but they brought Corbin, on the outside. Corbin, well, before that, Corbin tried to rip off Sin Cara's mask, which yeah. is, I guess, really pissed off Sin Cara. And Sin Cara, we've never seen this fire lit under him before. He he went off on Corbin. Yeah, he once. attacked Corbin outside and wouldn't stop, and that's when the ref the ref told him to stop, and he called for the bell. Yeah. And he actually chased Corbin off. Corbin ran off through the crowd, which... I mean, Corbin not right. being able to defend himself against Sin Cara is crazy. Like, it kind of makes himself makes makes it look weak. Yeah, but I'm, I'm happy to see Sin Cara getting this push. I I agree. One hundred percent makes him look completely weak for against Miz. Miz completely tore him down with those phone promos. I don't know if you saw yeah. those. No, I haven't. Yeah, so no. he's like Corbin mentioned something and Miz. Like retaliated with a the promo saying that he'll knock mm-hmm. his teeth down his throat. Yeah, with more expletives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think that this is a good spot for Sankara. Uh, unfortunately, it's at Tyler uh, at Corbin uh, Corbin's expense. And then following this, no... a little bit later on, a little bit later on in the night, did you have anything to say or no? Well, you'll say what you'll say, and then I'll, All say, right, what I'll, I'll say. A little bit later on in the night. Brown. Sinkara was being interviewed about the importance of his mask. 
and how he got his mask and stuff like that. So I really liked that aspect that they went into the background of the mask and the importance of the mask for those that the younger fans or even just fans that may not know the significance of uh, the mask. So I really did like that. And that only for, I saw some rumors and I would only believe that this may end up being a mask versus hair match, which, which I, there's no way that I, I, I don't think, I think we're going to see Corbin with short hair. I agree with you. I think that Sin Cara losing the mask because a that's dumb. Also, yeah. b uh, they just released a bunch of stuff with like his mask on it. Yeah, I think like, that he has a shoe deal based on his mask. Mm-hmm. He's got the shirt with his mask on it from I think it's Reebok or something. It, it's a huge selling point. That mask is a lot. Is a, and plus, let's not face it. Underneath there, what he loses the mask and then. Wait, what's Unico doing back? Let's not forget about that. You know, let's not forget about that aspect. How would they cover that one up? I mean, he is what he is, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I do agree. If this does take place, that I Corbin's going to be going short hair. Also, which it's like we have. I mean, we've seen him with short hair before. Can you imagine him bald though? Like uh, doing I a mean, credit? Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> You just gotta like put your hand over his head. It's barely. It's it's almost there. I mean, it's almost there. But I I think that would be a, a good. I wonder, rap. I wonder if that's why he's doing it. If that if if they do it, I wonder if that's why that like he was like oh, maybe like I'm hey just gonna, I cut my hair and like oh we have this great idea. Sin Cara's got a mask on. We can put you in a match against him. That's why they were all pissed off at Rusev because he didn't go about it that way. Yeah, good he just thing, went. Yeah. He, just went to go get a haircut one day. Yeah. To become hands but, of Rusev. Yeah. So. Uh, after this, though, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable were backstage rapping to uh, the Usos, challenging them to a title match next week, which they got. So we could potentially see Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable versus The Shield at Survivor Series. Potentially. Which I, I mean, I, again, I hope, I'm not again, I didn't say it, but. I hope that doesn't happen because it'd be stupid. Mm-hmm. Because they put so much effort into not building a storyline into the storyline. I think that it would be a great opportunity for the Usos as well to put them against the Shield. And I think that would be a great spot for them. I mean, you've built them up so much from the promos to the recent matches and that gimmick change. And they have a lot going for them. And I think right now, if they face the Shield, you know what? I would love to see them pick up a victory. That would be huge. Yeah, and it's you never know what's possible in WWE because anything's possible. I want to say yes, I know that, but I really, I think that they would put the shield over Usos. I would assume it, that as well. Yeah, but it would be great if they did the other way around. But it's like, but I mean, the, then the Miz Miz would go over Corbin. What do you think? I'm gonna yeah. Hopefully, based Bliss, off of hopefully Bliss over Natty. I would say Corbin over Sin Cara because I mean over Miz because Sin Cara's involvement. Bliss over Natty, yeah, I can see that. And then Team SmackDown over Team Raw, leading to a new general manager. Kurt Angle gets back to wrestling. I would disagree on that front. Well, I, I mean, go, I don't know who. Else. I mean, well, my whole thing is I think that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to cost SmackDown the win. No matter, you could toss anybody you I mean, want. That's a possibility, nope. but then that leads to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn feuding with Shane McMahon again. 
I, you know what? I said it last week before the Sami Zayn, uh, before Kevin Owens versus Nakamura. I think I said it last week that Kevin Owens was going to lose, and he lost. I think that Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn are not, or they are going to cause Survivor Series that that match. They're going to cause the distraction. But next next up, you had AJ Styles pick up a victory over Samir Singh. He was alongside Jinder Mahal, and and if you guys didn't know, that is your WWE champion, and Sunil Singh. Um, Very quick match. Jinder attacks AJ afterwards, and AJ gets a WWE championship match next week. Yeah. Which we could potentially see AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar, but uh, I think Jinder Mahal defeating AJ Styles next week should help him to make him to make Jinder look better for Lesnar. I definitely agree with you on that. I, I think that if Mahal was involved in more matches, that would be great for him too on, Monday, on SmackDown. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand. When was the last time like Brock Lesnar hasn't really been having a whole load of matches either, but I really want to, expect, I want to see more Jinder Mahal, not just yeah. promos. Up um, next, yeah. Rusev defeated Big E. Uh, which I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed that entire opening. You, yeah? <laughs> Where Aiden English was going into it, and then New Day came out, and Aiden English is like, what? I, I, I loved it. Yeah, and then Aiden English cut off the match, basically, trying to sing Rusev Day, and uh, <laughs> Woods cuts him off with the trombone. English jumped onto him. Kofi chases him. English gets into the ring. Kofi goes to chase after him into the ring. Referee only sees Kofi and, and stops him. And uh, Aiden English gets hit with the big ending only to get uh, Big E gets kicked in the back of the head with a kick from Rusev. Yeah, that's that side kick. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a fun match. I thought it was good. And then after uh, Rusev went into Shane's office and wanted to be on Team SmackDown and Shane told him he'll have to earn the spot. Yeah, he appreciates his enthusiasm. But earning the spot by facing AJ Styles next week, so... Um, I'm sorry, but... Does AJ it, have two matches? That Yeah, that's. I feel like that's where they are really... I, I feel like that's one of the moments where they didn't really think thoroughly about it, you know? I could only imagine... I could see... I could like see the WWE Rusev. Championship match came after SmackDown ended, hmm. so I don't know. Maybe we'll see a different match or something. Maybe we'll see Nakamura versus. I mean, we we have time because I would just say that I would assume that maybe uh, maybe Rusev wins by DQ or something, but but maybe Raw uh, attacks or gets involved or. But yeah, I don't understand that entire aspect of he, Styles double booked. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't see it. I don't get it either. And then what? You have Rusev win, and then what does that do to? I don't know. Yeah, um, but uh, great things come from great things. Strangerer things was fantastic. Oh man, was it ever? Breeze was eleven. And then uh, Ty Dillinger came out, also dressed as 11, and Bree's like, man. oh, man, another 11. And he goes, no, I'm a perfect 10. <laughs> it was funny. And Ty Dillinger was hiding underneath the table, reaching out for egos. 
Uh, very, very funny segment. Oh, and then the part where the Ascension, when they come in. Yeah. And Connor was dressed as Kane. And they were like, oh, we're being attacked. We're being <laughs> under, we're under siege. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I think the, the Ascension being used in this with Brizongo, I think, is great. And uh, I think it's awesome to add Dillinger to this because he's also – he's not doing anything. Uh, yeah. I think that without Southpaw Wrestling, I don't think Ascension would be used in this manner. I, I think yeah, that I that showed off their comedic abilities. And, and then the basics of this segment was uh, lights go out, Christmas lights light up around <laughs> the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Um, so, are we expected to believe that the Bludgeon Brothers have like powers? Who knows? Who knows what to believe? Who knows? Uh, but, in the main event, we saw Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Kevin Owens to get onto Team SmackDown. Yeah, Sami Zayn trying to make a save and help him out, but which at the, the end stuff, of the day, the stuff with Kevin Owens and Zayn is great yeah like they were it great is. enemies but like well uh, seeing them on screen together as friends or is, is it was good timing yeah it was per it was really good timing maybe maybe a little bit overdue but it worked out yeah zane interfered but randy orton even the odds there yeah sneak attacking sammy zane putting him on top of the table <laughs> not through it but an orton signature move now these days yeah, but Team SmackDown, man, shaping up to be super, super weird. You got Randy Orton, Nakamura, Shane McMahon, and Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. It'll be uh, interesting to see who wins Survivor Series. How many more people is that? One more person, right? Mm-hmm. So Daniel Bryan's not going to be getting on the team, which is... Yeah, so then it's either Rusev or AJ Styles, which I would assume is going to be Rusev. Which, Which I'm like, what the hell is AJ Styles doing at Survivor Series? At Survivor Series? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe AJ Styles... Wait, why would AJ Styles be double booked? What do you mean? Oh, Box before SmackDown? you... Yeah. Well, no, no. Um, you mentioned before AJ Styles would be double booked. Yeah, because right? he has – oh, you want a shot at being on Team SmackDown? You can try for that against AJ Styles. Okay. And then we find out after SmackDown ends that AJ Styles will be facing Jinder Mahal for the championship on Tuesday. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe AJ Styles will defeat Rusev. I would like to see Rusev win in, in that spot. It seems but, like they're going like a whole a whole face team. Yeah, I, I would assume that that's the thing. I would like a heel, one heel in there just to kind of add some spark to it with whether or not they'll be able to work together, but and for whatever reason like I like team raw, like who's going to be team raw? Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Kane? You know what? I think that the we're going to find out we're going to find out with a sneak attack. But is it going to be the that, bar? I think the bar. I think the shield. Shields in a tag team match. Yes, well played. Um, if it's not so Reigns, that, that's gonna that's gonna switch up what I picked last week. Yeah, I, don't, I, I didn't know, know why. It, yeah, I don't know I why we. That one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the bar, maybe Balor. 
I hope not Jason Jordan. It's like, that's I mean, it. It's got to be you know Strowman, maybe, Kane, and the maybe, bar. Maybe, would you put Jason Jordan in the spot? Or is it too big of a spot right now? No, because I don't want to see that match. What's he going, oh, I'm teaming with my dad. It's my dream. <laughs> yeah. That's what that turns into. Yeah, pretty much. But, all right, so maybe AJ Styles will win that match and be an all-face team. But I think that we're going to find out more uh, as we get closer to Survivor Series. And Raw finally does uh, get a revenge attack, which we know is safe to say that they will get that revenge attack at some point. And I think that that is when we're going to find out. Maybe Kurt Angle will be on the mic and say, and, and the rest of my team is this person, this person, and this person. Well, if it's not happening on this Monday Night Raw, it has to happen on the next Monday Night Raw. Well, I, I don't think it would happen on SmackDown. Uh, I, yeah, I mean SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. But, all right, well, that is SmackDown for you. Um, nothing really else to make mention. NXT, Nikki Cross got her revenge on Conti. Um, and then you had that War Games, like, officially announced through the NXT, even though they already put that out there. Yeah. But, so, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs time. Yeah. So, go give a follow to John at Mr. John Faust. Thank you very much for promoting us. We appreciate it. Also, go check out Amber Nova. Go give her a follow on Twitter at Nova underscore girl 1973. It was just her birthday, so happy birthday. She has an amazing pro wrestling tea shop that you should go check out and purchase her t-shirts. Uh, you could go see her at the upcoming, I believe, in wrestling events taking place in Orlando, Florida. So go check her out. Also, go give a follow to both of the amazing Graysons. Uh, at JP Grayson 96 and at Cypress the Kid. And you can purchase their t shirts over at prowrestlingtees.com as well. Um, awesome t shirts. Go check them out. Um, also, we've been putting, uh, we've been tweeting a good amount and putting this out there. But a friend of ours of the podcast, uh, unfortunately, their father has been diagnosed with stage four cancer and they could use some assistance. If you're able to help out, please, it would be uh, it would be so appreciative. Um, if you are unable to donate, we have the tweet pinned to the top of our Twitter pl- uh, page. Please retweet it, or you could put out your own tweet. But try to get as much awareness to this as possible. They have the GoFundMe page. Um, you can find that link on the Twitter page, or we also have it posted on our Facebook page. It is GoFundMe.com slash Z V R five U U dash marks dash fight dash against dash cancer. Uh, once again, you can find that link on our Twitter page and they would appreciate any assistance if you're capable of it or just trying to help share the news about it. Yeah. Just, just slap a retweet on it. If you can't, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah. And then Montreal Broski, go give him a follow at, Oh, what is it now? Uh, MTL Broski514. I believe that's active, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been kicked off yet. But go give Eric a follow at MTL Broski514 and check out his YouTube page first thing in the morning. And also Team Awesome 418. Go check them out. 
on Facebook and on Twitter, Team Awesome 418, and Pro Wrestling Tees for both of those for Montreal Broski and for Team Awesome. Judah Friedlander also has a new Netflix special that you should go check out. It's titled America is the Greatest Country in the United States. So go check that out. Judah Friedlander is always hilarious, the world champ. Go follow him on Twitter at Judah World Champ. See him, in, see him live too. Uh, if he's coming around your area, go see him. And definitely give this, give this a special a watch. It's well worth your time. Hey, Brandon, any shout outs? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs, waka waka. Vice Principals on HBO gets the first shout-out. The series, only two seasons, and only two episodes are left. Uh, it is ending after the season. I thought it was... I think the show is great. Danny McBride stars in it. He wrote it. Um, mm-hmm. You could binge watch both seasons and catch up in time to check out the season finale, the series finale. Uh, and then Hocus Pocus, obviously that's getting a shout out, and I think it should. Halloween time, uh, Freeform basically ran a 24-hour marathon on Halloween, mm-hmm. so it was nice to like watch it and then like have to go out somewhere and then come back and then you're at the same point at where you left off because... You were out just the right amount of time. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I would love to uh, go back up to Salem. Now that I, I know that the house place. is up in Salem, of course I want to go back and see it. All right, when are we taking the road trip? You tell me. Yeah, we got to get back up there. You're gonna do, yeah. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Also, <laughs> the last thing I swear I don't know how it took me this long, but an anti shout outs going to WWE. 2K18. Whoa. There's just too many there's too many glitches that they need to patch. I know they're they're probably working on it, but they're not working on it fast enough for me. It's just yes. ridiculous. And, and like the, the glitches they 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 patch stuff and more glitches happen. Yeah. The patch made other glitches become glitches. And with the last patch, they added uh, all the NXT downloadable content, like the themes and the entrances and stuff, and the motions. So, I don't know if that means we're getting the NXT pack soon, or if they just really screwed up and gave everybody, who even if they don't have DLC or if they paid for it, mm-hmm. has it now. Yeah, the glitches are just extreme. Um, since you brought up NXT... Uh, Breaking news, you may not know this yet, but unfortunately, we have another release in the WWE. Um, former Sanity member Sawyer Fulton no, has been released from WWE. What yeah. the hell? Yeah, he has been officially added to that list of Emma, Darren Young, and Summer Rae. Um, it is confirmed through Pro Wrestling Sheet as well. So, why, and he put why out a, they just put him back into Sanity? Yeah, and he put up. He did put out a tweet thanking. I, I didn't get to read his tweet yet, but it seems like it's one of those talking about thankful for what he's been through. But unfortunately, Sawyer Fulton uh, is is no longer with the WWE. That sucks. Yeah, um, we we had a lot of high hopes for him too. I mean, yeah, I was a big we, fan, big fan of yeah, Sawyer Fulton. 
Same. I'm surprised too. I, I really expected him to rejoin Sanity at some point or I was do, do that I, shoot shoot nation that they were always talking about with the amateur wrestlers. Yeah. I was but, pumped that he made it into 2K18, and I'm like still surprised that he did. So. Yeah. At, um, least, at least we'll have that. Yeah. So very unfortunate. Um, let's see. Hold on one moment. Uh, it, it looks like it may have been related to his injury. He does say on Twitter, after my injury, I worked as hard as, I, as possible to come back, and it just happened to not work out. So it may be related to an injury that he sustained, but very unfortunate. So breaking that news on the podcast. Yeah. That's unfortunate. But, yeah. Well, now it's time now it's for... Four. Markout moment of the week. That is right, our markout moment of the week. I think, I think we need a guest uh, markout moment of the week. Oh yeah. And we're not going to contact that guest because we have absolutely no contact with Triple H. <laughs> but I think he's pretty happy to uh, have been tagging up with uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins as a member of the Shield overseas. Yeah. That was awesome. And I, I'm going to add to that Elias playing Wonderwall at a live event with Bo Dallas and the club. Yeah, I thought that and, was great. I mean, that's... One way and to and be a heel. And the crowd was all behind him too. What do you mean to be a heel? The crowd. Was no, I'm that. being being so sarcastic. Oh, so sarcastic. But that's like I think that that that's awesome, very awesome. Yeah. Um, marked out for that, and also marked out for the return of Stranger Things. Um, very excited. It's an amazing show that everyone should be should check out. So, but that is episode 352. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate your support. Go check us out, marketout.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash marketout. Go follow us on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO, at BTTG161, at marketout. Also youtube.com slash marketout11. Send us an email at some point. We would love to hear from you. Marketout1 at gmail.com. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marketout. Buy t-shirts and... We wish you the best luck in your future endeavors.